Hi, and welcome to the Swatch of Horrors podcast, a beauty podcast where we talk beauty horror stories told by beauty professionals. So if you're a client, this podcast is also for you if you're a receiver of these beauty services, because we're going to teach you and tell you how to be a better client. We're going to tell you the side of beauty that people don't really talk about, but it's heavily experienced within the community of beauty professionals. So you're going to hear all the horror stories that happen, whether it's just a bad makeup application, um, a bad client that you had. Um, or maybe it was just a really good learning experience that you needed to have. And you know what? If you're a beauty professional, you're going to learn some tips and tricks on how to navigate some of these situations. So stay tuned, uh, rate, review, subscribe, and do me a favor. If you like this podcast, give it a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, review, Go ahead and tell your friends, take a screenshot even of this episode and put it on your Instagram and follow Swatch of Horrors on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you like to do your social media and tag me or uh, write me an email at swatchofhorrors at gmail.com. I would love to hear your beauty horror stories and I would love to read them out loud if you're a beauty professional. So get in contact with me. Would love to hear them. Keep them coming. Thanks again for tuning in. Again, this uh, podcast is now bi-weekly, so uh, welcome back. And let's get on with the show. Swatch of Horrors. I'm looking for a new First of all, let me say I would love to give a shout out, two shout outs actually, because this is one of my newer favorite podcasts that I've been listening to within the last few months. And I was so shocked when they gave me a shout out, the Swatch of Horrors podcast, and because I just wasn't expecting it at all. And um, this podcast is called Latinos Who Lunch. And I was just like so humbled and just so over. I was just, I don't even know. I was just like, ah, you know listen to them. They make me laugh all the time. Listen to their podcast. It's very informative. And they always start off with what they've eaten for the day. And you know that I love food and tend to talk about food on this podcast, even though it's not a food podcast. So give them a listen. Thank you so much um, to Latinos Who Lunch. So if you came from there, uh, welcome. And if you haven't heard of them, check them out because everyone needs a good laugh during these uncertain times. So thank you. And then the second um, shout out is to podcasts, sorry, podcasts in color, um, hashtag pods in color. And I think that's how I found Latinos Who Lunch to begin with a few months ago. I follow that hashtag if you, or you should also follow it if you want. 
If you want to find more podcasts from um, uh, BIPOC people, such as myself, and um, that way you can help support uh, pods in color. And here's some new voices, amplify those voices, um, and just bring more representation to the podcast world. So shout out to Barry, who runs that podcast directory, and you can also follow them on uh, pod podcasts in color. Oh, geez, that's a mouthful. So yeah, that that was kind of my week, what, a week or two ago. Uh, super excited about it. And um, now it's uh, after Thanksgiving and um, I've definitely had a ton of turkey, but I've also like I ate a lot of things that I know I shouldn't have eaten. Basically, like I should have should have had the lactate, but I didn't, you know, and I paid for it heavily. So lactate, y'all need to sponsor me because one, I need you in my life. And, um, yeah, I just, my, I guess it's like my Asian genes too, that just screwed me over and just was like, you will be lactose intolerant after the age of 12. Um, so that's my life. And yeah, I really do wish, um, I absorbed more of the Mexican genes in terms of lactose tolerance. I'm not sure the science or the percentage, but I feel like most Mexicans that I meet aren't lactose intolerant because everything uh, in Mexican food tends to have dairy in it. So um, I just lucked out. Or no, I just, wait, lucked out. That's the wrong phrase. I uh, I was very unlucky. There we go. Uh, thanks, mom, for not passing those genes on to me. So um, I stayed home. I picked up a to-go plate. Uh, from a family member's house and I went home. I did not go into their house and um, we did find out that someone in our family, not in our household, but um, someone in our family um, unfortunately did uh, get the virus because uh, they live with an essential worker. So that is unfortunate. Uh, I do hope that they get better, obviously. Like, why wouldn't I hope that? Um, just um what i'm trying to say is i am so thankful that we decided to be responsible and just stay at home um away from each other and not combine households and have a gathering um no judgment uh, to those who have i mean people are going to live their lives and do what they need to do um and i applaud those who are taking precautions cuz i know a lot of people are um, so that's good, you know, but also to, um, just cause you get a negative COVID test does not mean you are, um, officially negative, um, just because it does take some time to show up and you just never know. So be careful with that. Um, you all know how I feel about COVID recklessness. So not trying to lecture anyone here, um, but yeah, that just make makes me just reaffirms that hey, I feel even better for sticking to my guns and not meeting up with other people. Um, 
in a close indoor setting uh, because you just never know. It is um, very unpredictable. So this is a new segment depending on how many submissions I get, which I don't get a lot. So uh, this could be a regular segment if I hear from more of you. Hint, hint, which means please submit me your beauty horror stories. I would love to read them on my episodes. So I put up an Instagram story and it said um, something like, tell me your beauty horror stories if you work in the beauty industry. This person responded and sent in their horror story via Instagram at Swatch of Horrors. So this user is named Maria and their Instagram handle is makeup by mj.gt so maria writes girl (laughs) okay sorry maria writes girl last week a lady was looking for her husband's sancha which is a side chick in spanish the side chick's name was maria so she thought it was me then she came back just to show me her husband that guy was fugly. I'm like, uh, serious? Seriously, lady? I reported her because twas harassment. So, <laughs> so this person gets harassed by a woman who's looking for her husband's side chick. That's pretty wild. That has not happened to me. So... I give that um, 10 points for uniqueness of a beauty horror story. Because I, I was a former makeup artist, as I mentioned. A lot of wild things have happened. That's why I made this podcast. And so I responded and I wrote back to Maria, who sent in this horror story. I said, oh, my God, how did this lady even think to come to your work to find this side chick Maria? And then the Maria who submitted the horror story says, oh, because the husband told her that her name was Maria and she worked at a blank, which is the store name that I'm not going to read. Maria continues to write. So she was asking all my coworkers their names and if they knew the guy, which was her husband. I had to report her. I have so many questions for this situation. Can you imagine you're just minding your own business, you're a makeup artist, and a person comes up to you and accuses you of sleeping with her husband? Can you imagine? I mean, this is what I mean by makeup artists and beauty professionals. They go through a lot of stuff, especially if you work in a retail public setting. Like, this is real. This stuff really happens. Um, And also, I would like to know, how did this guy get caught to the point where he had to tell his wife, like, the name of the person and where she worked? Did this woman think that she could just walk into this store and ask every single associate who works at this store what their name was, and if they know her husband. Like, what was she going to do if she found the Maria, the side chick, at the store? Just let him go. He's probably ugly, like Maria said. 
Maria, the makeup artist, who was antagonized by this other person. Let it go, lady. Let it go. Also, I'm having some issues with my microphone. I don't know if it's because my computer updated and now it's just clashing with my microphone. So if the sound quality in this episode isn't um, as good, that's probably why. So my apologies. I'm trying to troubleshoot what's going on with this microphone. I might need to get a new one. Don't know. So bear with me on that. And that was the beauty horror story submitted by a makeup artist. Thank you for sending that in. I really appreciate it and keep them coming, everyone. All right. So my other horror story for the week. This came about while I was online uh, on uh, the evil Facebook and um you know, you get sucked into one of those um, rabbit holes of videos that they just keep popping up into your videos, um, you know, just to keep you on the screen forever. And I got sucked into one of those and the video that came up and went, okay, look, I'm not even going to give them uh, credit. I'm, I mean, credit. I'm not going to shout them out. I'm not going to call them out. I'm not going to specify who this is. Um, I completely forgot who they were anyway. Um, so maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't, but I'm just going to describe it to you. The video that I saw was from a couple and apparently they're a uh, popular YouTube people. Looks like they have like a million plus followers or so. And as soon as I, I dug a little deeper just to see who the hell these awful people were. And I say that kind of lightly because I really don't know, like, if they're horrible people, but based off of the video that they made, I'm going to say, uh, you're probably kind of horrible. So they have a lot of subscribers. I did a quick dive into their YouTube and it looked very clickbaity, like super clickbait, um, uh, screen captions, you know, for the video thumbnails. There you go. Uh, so that was really annoying. Um, and here was the video that I stumbled upon. This person, this woman, she does this vlog style video and she's like, we're going to go into Ulta. And I'm paraphrasing here, but she basically says that they're on a mission to go into the store, which I think was an Ulta, and request the, quote, worst makeup artists that they have. So the makeup artist that has the worst reviews online or something like that, uh, which is a whole different thing. It's like, I don't know. I feel like if the makeup artist is so bad in terms of talent and skill, I don't feel like that should be something you bash somebody on or review somebody about. Um, I don't know. It's kind of a mixed mixed review because when you go to a restaurant and you eat like a shitty burger or a shitty steak you probably go on Yelp or wherever and write a review and talk about how terrible it is but then we don't think about like the person's feelings behind who cooked it or the business owner who this might be affecting like we don't really think too much of that I guess uh, and I'm just generalizing but I guess when it comes to makeup it's like 
I feel like this is someone who is just probably really trying. Like, if you're a makeup artist, you most likely are doing it because A, you like it, and B, like, it's a job, so you, you're going to do it. It's your job. But it's rare that you find a makeup artist who hates their job. And if they hate their job, it's probably because they hate the sales portion. But it's rarely ever that you see somebody who hates applying makeup who's a makeup artist. So to me, I feel like this person probably really is trying to be better. We all started from somewhere. We all were probably shitty at one point. If you were a makeup artist or hairstylist, especially if you started out, you probably weren't that good. Um, unless you're just naturally gifted, everybody has a starting point. So that's kind of my issue here is that you're going to give this person a horrible review about their horrible makeup application. Like they're probably trying the best that they can. It's a different thing if you're giving them a review based on their shitty attitude, their poor customer service. Um, that I feel like is more acceptable to review somebody on. So moving on. Um, already you can tell this is just awful. Like, why are you going into a store to do a video and video somebody who's doing their job? A, and then B, you're going to post about them on your YouTube channel or whatever it is. Um, at first, she kind of like covers the artist's face, but then you see the artist's face later anyway. And they kept, they kept making these like snide remarks to each other. It was her and her significant other. And they kept like kind of snickering about um, every time the makeup artist went to go grab a product to apply on the person's face she was just kind of like oh <laughs> like um this kind of sucks like what is this ew um and at the very end after she gets her makeup done um she basically shows off her end result which didn't look horrible at all the colors uh basically with this woman did she brought in a photo of what she wanted and the makeup artist tried to replicate that photo as best as they could and honestly like anybody who does that you're not going to get exactly the same result as that picture and I've talked about this before because one you're not going to have that exact same facial features as the person in the picture and two everyone's skill level is different the products are different you there's just you can't always get 100% of what's in that picture. So be realistic. The makeup artist did replicate the colors pretty well. The texture was pretty on point. Um, but they were like making fun of her. Especially the boyfriend. He's like, oh, like, nah, babe, like this isn't cute or this, ew, this doesn't look good or whatever he was saying. I don't remember word for word. But I just thought that this whole thing that they did this whole vlog and the fact that they have like a million plus subscribers it just made me so like disgusted with these people it was such it was such a like bullying behavior it was such a mean girl thing to do but then part of me started thinking um I started thinking of a few things so I wanted to highlight this because it's really insulting, it's dehumanizing, and it's rude. And did, you know, did this makeup artist consent to having her 
basically herself humiliated for all of the subscribers? I don't know. Like, I don't think so. Uh, second of all, I also started wondering, you know, I don't really watch a lot of YouTube, especially like influencers and stuff. So um, I don't really know a lot of that whole world. But what, a lot, a little bit of what I have seen is through, let's say like, uh, let's say there was like my cousin, maybe last year I noticed my cousins were watching like these YouTubers and they were just doing outrageous things in a Walmart or a Home Depot. And um, you just know that some of these places are, these are, spon this is sponsored content, you know, maybe they had a partnership with the store that they're recording in and that's how they make their money. Um, so part of me started wondering Maybe this was a partnership, you know, with the department store or with Ulta, I think it was. C could it be? I don't know. Um, could it have been like uh, maybe this the person videoing got paid to do this there? But part of me also felt like why would Ulta want to participate in something that sheds their artists in a negative light? Um, so I don't think that was it. But it really led me to wonder. Um, so I just want to highlight for you, like another thing that, that, uh, makeup artists can go through. I've had people like, um, video record me on their phone or, um, while I was a makeup artist and I felt really uncomfortable. Um, I don't, I didn't like that. Um, and I feel like anytime you are about to record or take pictures, I really feel like you should ask the makeup artist if they're okay with it. And, um, you know, sometimes they're not like I, I wasn't. So a lot of times I would like to either hide my face or step out of the, of the picture so that they could get their little recording and put it on their social media. But I never liked being recorded. So you really should. Here's my, um, tip for, the client um, ask permission if you're going to record or take pictures and your artist or nail tech especially nail tech like oh my god I'm gonna go off on a tangent here but I really hate when anybody takes a video of their nail tech giving them pedicures or taking a picture of themselves getting a pedicure like your nail tech did not consent to that picture they didn't most likely so same thing for makeup artistry, like, especially if you're in retail, like, ask if they can be in the picture or tell them, hey, I'm going to take a picture. You can step in or out, whatever. Consent is key. Another way you can be a better client is don't be a bully. Um, yeah, don't be a bully. Uh, it's hard to really, uh, really be specific on this one because this person obviously has a big following. Um which is even worse because I'm like, why do people like you? You're, you seem awful. Um, that's my opinion. So, um, and also if you are the makeup artist or the beauty professional, just simply ask it or say it in a nice way. Be like, um, oh, you know, we don't allow recording in the, the store. Um, usually most stores do have a policy of not allowing, um, video or pictures or just say oh you know um if you don't mind I would prefer to not be in the pictures 
Um, I'm not comfortable with being in any of the pictures. You know, I'm, I'm really camera shy. Ha ha ha. Laugh it off. Um, and they should respect your privacy. And if they don't, um, get a manager on their ass and, um, do that. So that's my advice. I feel like I'm like breathing hard. I'm like, Oh God, it's one of those like COVID or something else moments. I think that should be a segment really on the show COVID or something else. And I'm not trying to make fun of the COVID situation, but it's kind of like making fun of myself where it's like my level of anxiety sometimes will kick in and be super paranoid about what's going on with my body. I had uh, quite a few meetings today virtually uh, for work, and I think maybe I just was talking more than I'm used to, so I'm also feeling kind of like a little hoarse in my throat. And then uh, I had the windows open for a while, and people are burning like wood or something, and it's all coming in through the through the windows, and it's kind of irritating my um, whatever my tubes, bronchial tubes, esophagus. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Uh, but I just feel very like, like, you know, I got to clear my throat. So I'm just like, is it that? Um, I hope so. Um, plus like I'm back in the closet again. Uh, and you know, we got the mothballs here and that always makes my nose run in here. So, um, could be many things. So I'm just kind of like super paranoid about stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Uh, just thought I'd, I guess, mention that because I noticed that in myself right now. Speaking of COVID, we got the COVID catch up. This is the space where I like to give tips on how to deal with the pandemic. Um, I sometimes ask my guests like what they're doing to help cope with the situation or I give you tips on what's been working for me. Because it is just the, an ongoing thing, and um, again, I'm not a I'm not a medical professional or anything like that, um, or a therapist. But here's my little tip, and it's going to be super quick and simple. During the day, get as much sunlight as you can. Um, of course, wear SPF and don't like sunbathe excessively. You don't want a lot of sun exposure because that is going to make you look old. Not that there's anything wrong with being old, but I guess maybe be looking old prematurely. So you don't want to look, you don't want to be like 25 or 30, which I think some of my listeners are like 35-ish, 30s. Uh, you don't want to be like in your 30s, but you look 50. So yeah, don't, don't overdo it with the sun, obviously. Um... But get a lot of exposure to sunlight. Uh, open up your windows. Open up um, the blinds, maybe. Uh, that really helps a lot, especially if you're working from home. Get that sunlight in your room, and it just kind of wakes your brain up a little bit. It makes you feel more focused, uh, makes you feel more energized. And depending on where you're at, uh, we've recently had a time change, so now it gets dark really early and to me that is hard to deal with sometimes because I'm like oh it's two o'clock and now it's gonna get dark in like five minutes which I'm being hyperbolic but uh it gets dark around 4 35 now and it's kind of depressing so get as much sunlight in your room as possible 
You always want to make sure you're wearing sunscreen, even if you're inside the house, because the UV rays can come through the window and you don't, you don't want to get um, prematurely wrinkly hands or uh, sunspots. I get a lot of sunspots on my cheekbones, um, my orbital bone area, um, manchas, I guess you can call them too in Spanish. Uh, I guess they're genetic too. Um, I guess I'm just more prone to them. So uh, I get those a lot. So you don't want um, sunspots. Um, or maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe that's your thing. But uh, you want to wear sunblock indoors, especially if you're working from home and you're getting all that sunlight in your room. And that will just help a lot with your mood. And I've been doing that a lot more and I feel a little bit more productive. So that is my COVID catch up tip for the week. Oh, and actually, um, I know, I realized not everybody works from home. Um, so if you do work um, on site somewhere, like if you take a break, try to just walk outside, take your break outside if you can and get that extra sun um, exposure because that one that's definitely gives you some of that vitamin D and um, it's good for your brain, apparently good for your focus. So yeah, try to walk outside if you have to, if you're not working from home. Um, and even, even if you are working from home, like just get outside for a second. All right. That was for my COVID catch up. And if you've made it this far, I've actually have an announcement. It's kind of old news, but I never mentioned it on the podcast. If you follow Swatch of Horrors on Instagram, you'll notice that every Thursday, well, when I can remember, um, every Thursday, I like to post a throwback Thursday song of the week. Sometimes I'll post two songs, depending on my mood. And I will put the old song on my Instagram story at Swatch of Horrors. And I will usually put those on the highlight on my Instagram, which is the hashtag TBT, which stands for Throwback Thursday. And sometimes I'll put the video on. Um, but also I made a playlist, a hashtag TBT playlist for Swatch of Horrors. Um, the 90s and the early 2000s. Um, that was like my heyday, my good time, you know, my growing up time. And um, I really am nostalgic for like old hip hop and R&B, maybe some pop, a um, little bit of old school if you go back a few decades too. I just love um, that time for music. So I like to share that with all of you and give you a little flashback to a good time. So if you like that type of music, check out the hashtag TBT playlist. It is on uh, the Swatch of Horrors Spotify channel, I think. But you can get there if you go on the Swatch of Horrors Instagram. Click the link on the bio and then you will see a link for the TBT playlist right there. You can follow the playlist. I'll try to add music there every week. 
and on the Instagram highlights. So if you just want to go down memory lane and remember a really good time uh, in your life, and if you're like in your early 30s like I am, then you might, you know, like some of these songs. Um, so yeah, check it out. Follow the playlist. I'll update it every week if I can remember. And yeah, it's just a little taste of uh, memory lane, I guess. Uh, so as always, I'm your host, Memes. I'm a former makeup artist here to share with you beauty horror stories told by beauty professionals. Learn how to be a better client and learn how to be a better beauty professional by dealing with all the difficult situations. It can be a very hard job, but a very rewarding one. I applaud all of you who are still out there being beauty professionals, um, especially I I did not get to be a makeup artist during COVID. So, um, you know, props to all of you all because I don't think anybody's doing makeup right now in store. Um, so that definitely has to be a change for all of you. I really, um, I really feel for everybody in the beauty industry who has um, been affected. Definitely. I know it can't be easy. So hang in there. Keep doing your thing. Send me your horror stories. I would love to read them. And I will talk to you not next week, but you'll see an episode the week after because um, this is now a bi-weekly podcast because I'm getting married one day and I'm trying to plan, um, which I mentioned before, it's it's really hard to plan a wedding that you don't even know will happen next year um, because of the pandemic. And that's a wrap for this week's episode of the Swatch of Horrors podcast. Wash your hands, don't be a super spreader, and talk to you next time.